Hey guys, real quick before we get into this episode, I need you to do me a couple of favors. First, go give us a review on iTunes. I can't stress it enough. It's really, really important for me to help keep this free and to help me keep it going. Next, get involved with your hunting rights. Go join Halfa Wildlife. Super simple. Takes a couple minutes. You can even do the free membership. I don't care. But be involved. Lastly, I want you to do yourself a favor and up your shooting game and go get you some Phoenix shooting bags. Use promo code John Stallone to save 20%. That's all I got for you. Let's get into this episode. Hi, welcome to Days in the Wild Big Game Hunting Podcast brought to you by Phoenix Shooting Bags. Today we are going to talk shotgunning, uh, choke tubes, loads, different guns and talk about patterning and all that good stuff and I got Bryce Hensley Hensley on with us and uh, Bryce runs a company called Foxtrot Ammo but you also have a uh, big turkey hunting forum right? Um, yep Gobbler Nation. Yeah Gobbler Nation right? Yeah that's I think that's how I originally came across you um, a couple years ago. Um, so why don't you give us a just give us a rundown about yourself and uh, what you do and We'll go from there. Well, rundown is I love passion. Um, that's what got me uh, started on the road to manufacture PSS turkey hunt ammo. And where I started was uh, on the NWT turkey forum back years ago. Met a lot of people that evolved a couple other forums and me purchasing uh, gobbler quite a few. From uh, Doug Up Dyke. Hey, uh, you are cutting in and out quite a bit. I'm not sure why, but. Uh... GobblerNation.com. And uh, where I've evolved from just being a turkey hunter to all things turkey hunting. Yep. It's been a passion turkey hunting since I was 14. I saw my first gobbler. And uh, after that, it was got to gotta hunt them didn't start until 2000 when i killed my first turkey but uh how about yourself how long have you been turkey hunting turkey hunting not too long um i mean like actually putting in time and saying hey i'm going turkey hunting uh it's i'm gonna say probably seven eight years maybe um i've been hunting turkey and it, it was really just like a creature of opportunity for me. Yep. I would, um, I'd go deer hunting or whatever. And I'd be like, Oh, I, I killed way more birds in the fall with my bow than I did actually right. going to call Turkey. Um, and part of that had to do with the fact that my, I made a pact with my wife years ago that I did so much hunting in the fall and winter and, um, that spring and summer was kind of like for the family. Oh yeah. And so what I've done now is instead of packing so much and I still do obviously the lion share in fall and winter, but, um, I kind of spread it out a little bit more. So now I'm doing more of the, some of the spring hunts, like, you know, turkey yep. hunting. And, and the other thing is like, I kind of, I'm a really avid elk hunter and learning the, uh, vocalizations and learning the language of elk hunting kind of led me down a road of, Hey man, man I kind of like, yeah. I like the whole Turkey hunting thing. I like the idea behind it. I like, uh, the run and gun aspect. And when you hunt Turkey out here, out West, especially, you know, Arizona, I, I use almost the same tactics as I use when I go elk hunting. So, um, it, it kind of just it went hand in hand for me and it was easy. It was an easy decision to kind of get into it. So, right. Plus they taste yeah, really good. So different with elk and turkey is the wind direction. You got to worry about them catching your scent. Yeah. That, that's the difference. But if you can call turkey and you know, a lot of that interact with elk. Yeah, for sure. So, um, 
I really wanted to pick your brain about, cause I know you're kind of like this connoisseur of, of, um, shotgunning, you know, period. Yeah. And, um, I just wanted to kind of like dive down, dive down some of these questions that I get thrown at me and some questions that I have. Um, but I'd like to start with like choke tubes and giving me an explanation of what they do and the, the basic mechanics of it and, um, you know, getting us a simple understanding of that. And then we'll kind of go from there. Well, you, you take like, you know, choke tubes, turkey choke tubes are matched up with a gun. Um, that way you could tighten down your pattern, you know, to what you basically want and need out of it with your ammo. Um, you know, some people, you know, you look at choke tubes general, you know, you got improved seller, modified, improved mod, full choke, et cetera. You know, turkey hunting, you know, you'll hear the term turkey full. Um, I always want to know what the size of the inside diameter of the choke tube is. And, you know, you'd like take a 12 gauge with TSS with heavy shot with many other older types like lead of, you know, and Turkey ammo, you know, typically like I shoot nothing but Indian Creek. That's all I hunt with. That's what I pattern with. That's what I recommend to customers because for one Indian Creek is the most consistent choke on the market. Mm -hmm. You could 20 different brands of ammo, you know, it doesn't matter if it's lead, doesn't matter if it's heavy shot, if it's federal heavyweight, if it's the, all the new TSS offerings. The Indian Creek choke is going to be more consistent shot to shot than anything. Right. Yeah, you might choke of a different manufacturer that shoots one type of shell extremely well, while the Indian Creek over everything shoots excellent. Okay. And gotcha. You know, like 12 gauge, you know, at 12 gauge, typically people, customers will ask me, well, what do you recommend shoot with your ammo in a 12 gauge? And I'll say typically a 665. That's what you're going to give you about the best results. Um, if you want to go crazy and absolutely get the best pattern, you know, you might have to shoot a 660 or 670 or 675. But in generally speaking, for the best consistent pattern, 665. Mm-hmm. You drop down 20 gauge, you know, you're looking at a 555 or a 562 choke. And then some guns, for some reason, you know, you'll see a 570 Indian Creek that shoots, you know, crazy phenomenal patterns. But I always got to go with the general, you know, with the, what the best average is going to be for a customer. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, that's how I recommend. So let's, let's kind of pick that apart because a lot of what you're saying might be a different language to, to people. Um, yep. So you mentioned a 665 and it's 0.665, right? Yes. So that is the constriction yep. of the choke tube. And Correct. the higher the number, obviously the less constriction, the lower the number, the more right. more constriction. So um, six, six, 665 is for a 12 gauge is a fairly tight pattern, right? Or fairly tight choke. Well, I mean, it's not fairly tight. I mean, for TSS, it's about a perfect I mean, there's some companies that sell 650, 655, mm, okay. which like lead card shooters that, you know, they would use for a, like a turkey match, card match or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, that's extremely tight. Now, does tighter constriction typically translate into tighter groups or is there more to it? Well, you can only go so tight with TSS and then you'll have a reverse effect where the pattern will start being blown. Okay. And you'll have less pellets in a 10 inch circle at 40 yards. That's the industry standard for testing your patterns and everything. Um, so yeah, you know, you can, you can over tighten each, each kind of load. You can over tighten it and just have blown patterns where it's not going to be as effective. Okay. Yeah. And so what, what that, what typically causes that is that because the, um, the load going through can't push through the tightness. So it actually like, deforms the pellets or correct okay but you know tss itself does not deform seeing that it's tungsten and it's tougher than the actual steel it's going through right yeah extremely hard so you know it uh, it'll push through as best as it can and it will disrupt the the payload and be over choked and have a blown pattern got it got it 
Yeah, so I can I could kind of visualize that. It probably instead of five pellets going through that hole, it's gonna squeeze two through three and then the two are gonna follow it below it and Correct. get yep. and yep. get dispersed. Okay. That makes that makes sense to me. Um so we've we were having this conversation online uh you know people were, i was asking people what they what what their favorite shotgun was and and um you know which which ones do they use for coyote hunting which ones they use for turkey hunting so on and so forth so i kind of want to hear from you you've shot i'm sure and and played with a lot of patterning boards and so on and so forth what First off, what is it that you look for in a shotgun? What what's important to you, and what what guns have you found work? Well, the best? what what's as a turkey hunter, and it doesn't matter if I'm going to sit all day somewhere, you know, move around on a small property to hunt, or if I'm going to be running a gun and walking for miles. Um, ergonomics and the weight—that's the okay. things. I've never liked extremely heavy guns. You know, you take like an older Remington 1100, 1187. That was my first gun. <laughs> soft, soft recoil. Yep. They shoot extremely well. They pattern extremely well. But for me, the weight is the biggest factor, and I hate carrying them all day. Um, you know, I'd love to have a six-pound 12-gauge. I've got several guns that, uh, you know, they're between that six and seven-pound mark in a 12-gauge, and... Right now, my favorite 12-gauge that I have is a Beretta 1301 Tactical. It's got an 18-inch barrel. I've killed coyotes with it, and I've killed a bunch of turkeys with it in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a short lock. You said it was an 18-inch barrel? Yes. Ooh, wow, that's yep. short, short. Oh, yeah. It it's is. like a freaking sawed-off shotgun there. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's like a yep. like a bunker bunker buster. Wow, well, yes. <laughs> Self-defense, it's the best self-defense 12-gauge that you can get in a semi-auto. Yeah. Yeah. I I have a fairly short uh, Stoger, and it's actually considered a tur- it's their turkey line, but it, I believe it's a 20-inch barrel. Yeah. Um, I have an extended tube on it that I was using. For, I'm using it for my clients that come coyote hunting with me. Um, but... I don't love it. I don't love that gun, really, to be honest with you. Um, I have another Stoger M3000 that um, it's got like a 28-inch barrel on it. And I love that gun for coyote hunting. I just don't yep. like the fact that it jams up, you know, like every fifth shell. I got to, like, do something to get it uh, to cycle. Um that's my biggest thing about that gun. Yeah. My main go-to shotgun right now, I bought a Super Black Eagle 3 uh, two years ago. and or Yeah, was it two years ago? Yeah, like two years ago, I believe. And I, I really like it. I, um, You know, it swings nice. It feels nice. It's light. It's got a, you know, fairly good compensation on it for recoil and whatever. Um. Although when I compare it to, and for me, the most important thing is like, cause I use it a lot for coyote hunting is being able to reach out and touch something. And, right. and, um, I haven't been able to get the same patterns out of it as I do out of my cheaper Stoger or my, my dad's 1100 that he gave me, you know, it's forty something year old gun, and that gun doesn't even my that eleven hundred doesn't even have removable choke tubes. It came with a goose barrel, uh, twenty eight inch goose barrel on it, so it was already internally choked. I don't know what that constriction is, but I've shot everything from slugs to, you know, um, buckshot and steel, everything out of the damn thing, and it's I never had an issue. Um, but I, and it's only a two and three quarter, I could put two and three quarter, um, the Remington Magnum is the one that I definitely like the best, the two and three quarter, um, you know, what do they call it? High brass, high brass, yep. b- uh, double yep. odd buck with nine pellets. 
and I kill coyotes at 100 yards with the damn thing. Um, and I'm kind of pissed off because I, well, my father-in-law passed away, and he gave he had the exact same gun, and he gave it to me, um, or he left it to me. So I had two Remington 1100s on him. I don't know, for whatever retarded reason that I used, excuse my political correctness, um, but, or lack thereof anyway, the, I sold my dad's, the one that, because it had a cracked stock, I sold it, and now I regret it, because my father-in-law's does not shoot like my my dad's did, not even close, and, um, so I don't know if it was just a different constriction on this barrel to that one. I don't know what it is, but they were, they looked I- identical, and my father-in-law's was a newer, so that's why I kept that one. But anyway, I digress. So I'm I I, I have a Super Black Eagle three. Um, I have a couple of pumps that I don't ever use. I just kind of have them hit them throughout the house for <laughs> self-defense. I guess I don't know, but uh, right. yeah, and and. I got my my super black black eagle set up for turkey hunting right now, and it's I like it. I'm shooting your fox trot out of it, the uh, Thunder eight by nines, the three inch eight yep. by nines, and um, I got it pretty much patterned out to about seventy. So, I mean, I'm not going to shoot turkeys at seventy yards, but I like to know that I can. Um. But as far as getting it set up for coyote, I haven't found either the ammo or the choke tube to make it give me the performance that I was looking for. Yep. So uh, I'm curious, like, what what is your procedure? What do you are you literally just? Well, now you said that you pretty much go with Indian Creek with everything, but. Before you landed on that, what are you doing? Are you like literally just buying every, you know, good brand name choke and twenty different types of loads? And yeah, you know, you're looking at, you know, twenty over twenty years of turkey hunting, pattern testing, stuff like that. There with all the ammo back in the day before I started loading my own with TSS and then manufacturing it. You know, so I've shot so much, patterned so much over the years that, you know, in the early days we shot everything, you know, friends had other choke tubes. We'd come over, we'd shoot, you know, on the weekends and, you know, see what we could get the best, you know, back day, back in the old days with lead, you know, if you shot 130s, 140, 150 with lead, mm-hmm. you know, Winchester, the Fed or the high velocities or whatever, um, you know, you had, you had a turkey rig. You know, you had the best, the cream of the crop around and, uh, you know, you could shoot a turkey at 50 yards with that. And, you know, it evolved into something that over the years, you know, you got, you know, heavy shot came out. Mm-hmm. Did too with turkey loads, but the bismuth was nowhere near as nice as, as the, as the heavy shot, the heavy 12 pellet, the tungsten nickel. And, you know, duck hunter back then when, when heavy shot came out, that's why I bought it mm-hmm. is you know, deal back then that it sucked you know to put it mildly um a lot of reading a lot of research and you know when the heavy shot and the business came out i had both and and uh, of course the heavy shot to me was was way better and of course you know back then when when they started loading the tss for duck hunting that's kind of how i evolved into learning about that and eventually loading it and uh, then started the business doing it but uh you know when you find out what shoots the best, yeah, sure. You know, there's a lot of other choke tubes out there and companies that, you know, they do pattern good, but, uh, you know, Indian Creek, you got uh, Stuart ruling Mike Ponder, um, that they that together and two down to earth, great guys there. They're out of Frona, Missouri. And, you know, I recommend them to everybody just because for one, I know that they're the best mm-hmm. overall. And, you know, when you shoot turkey loads and then as a coyote hunter yourself, you know that uh, there's a big difference in a lot of loads from 40 yards to 80 yards. Oh, yeah. And there's not many turkey load or coyote loads that you can shoot from four 
yards and be effective at it. Whereas with the TSS, you can, <clears throat> and that's where the, you know, like the Indian Creek, it really shines compared to other chokes we've shot with, with the, the, the coyote boats that I make, um, major, major difference. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll see Indian Creek, I'll shoot at 50 yards and pattern test, and then I'll shoot at 90 to hundred yards. And when you see almost the same pattern, albeit it's going to be a little more open at a hundred yards right. first, but your pattern's still there. Mm-hmm. It's still, you know, a viable, you know, 80 yards, you're going to kill a coyote, no problem. You know, with number two, number, you know, like number, uh, like we'll do some tee shots, you know, a little bit bigger stuff than that there. But, you know, with number twos, especially number threes will absolutely dump a coyote at 70, 80 yards also. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Number four, we do a lot of number fours in the 20 gate. I'm at 40, 50, and 60 yards with number fours and, and kill them. Okay. So let's let's talk about that shot size and we'll kind of start transitioning into the TSS and what you do. Um, you know, like your, your number two, your number three, number four, how is that? In, is it the same? Wait, but let me, let me back up here. Well, yeah, let me ask this first. Is it the same as the lead sizing, or does it have its own specific? Oh, the number twos, the number three, number fours, and the T-shot, that is the bird dot style size shot. Okay. That's not, that's not like triple op buck mm-hmm. or, you know, the huge lead, you know, where you don't have very many pellets that a lot of the guys will use for, you know, coyotes or for, like, you know, yeah. trying to kill hard. But, uh. But the big difference is the hardness factor in the ESS pellet that got, you know, it's dense and it's, it's super hard. So for one, it doesn't flatten on impact. Um, it doesn't flatten again. It absolutely burns on through, um, a point a couple of years ago, uh, Brandon share edge of the wild. They filmed there in Virginia. They went to a hunting place that had hogs. Mm-hmm. And they filmed hog with a one ounce load in a 12 gauge, one ounce load of number three shot and absolutely dumped a hog. Now, I'm talking two to 300 pound hog and it flattened it, just rolled over. And uh, they got the skull done and there's three beautiful pellet holes that penetrated the skull into the brain. Mm-hmm. And, and that's hard for people to fathom that a smaller pellet like that is going to be effective when all they're used to is shooting huge lead shot payloads to try and kill, you know, a hog or, or coyotes. And, you know, until you actually experience what tungsten that TSS does and how it works, um, you know, that, that, that alone can change your mindset when you're, when you see for yourself how effective it is, you know, you don't need to shoot. Some people think they want to have double BB or triple sized tungsten mm-hmm. and, you know, you're sacrificing your pellet count and your pattern density by going too large of a shot size where, you know, you can be more effective with say a load of number twos, you know, or a, a duplex like two and T shot. You know, I, I can do several different ways. I've got customers, they want certain things and I work with them on that, but you know, when, when you're going to cut coyotes, you don't heavy lead. You can go with a faster payload of smaller amount of uh, an, an ounce in shot and be more Okay. Well, that's cool. That's good to know. So, like, for me, again, I go back to saying this over and over, but, I, yep. you know, I've, I've shot the double odd buck for coyote for, for as long as I can remember. And that's always been effective um, where it's not effective and is when you get a fox or a a bobcat come running in and now you've got a smaller target. And sometimes they they might be in the part of the of the shot pattern that there's not there's one pellet that goes through. And so, you know, you zing them and, um, you know, you're only dealing with nine pellets flying through the air. Yeah, it's you know, there's a possibility. Um, I actually can't say that I've ever had it happen with Bobcat, but with the Fox, I've had it happen where I've taken a longer shot and, you know, right. maybe only caught him with one pellet or whatever, 
you know, they flipped around and they got up and ran away. Um, but I, uh, you just gotta, you gotta, you got a fan over here. Uh, H Aaron four, three, 21, only man on the planet to buy TSS from. I agree. I agree. He is, uh, makes a good product. Aaron's a great guy. So, and I would love to hunt with him one of these days just to hear him call and everything and see him kill a turkey, if anything. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, so I would be really curious. Like, I have I have like three boxes of, uh, I think it's the Hornady. I believe it's Hornady. I'd have to look at my, but it's that coyote. I believe it's number fours. Yep. Heavy. I, I've never even taken them out of, I've never even shot them. Uh, they've been sitting in there. I bought them. I was like, oh, I got to try this. You know, everybody's telling me I got to go to number fours and yada, yada, yada. But, and I hadn't seen anything in the TSS world. Now, I shot a coyote once with, with turkey load. And, yeah. but it was, you know, I was 25, 30 yards away. I knew I was going to, I've actually killed them with uh, number seven dove shot that close yeah. you know so i knew yeah. i knew i wasn't going to have a problem but um you know you start getting out past 50 yards then you start wondering what right you know i i just i like to i'm the guy that hunts coos deer in arizona with a 300 rum just because when i pull the trigger i just want to make sure it's you exactly. know i don't want to track you know yep so but um yeah i i'm i'm curious um, so wait, I, I don't think I ever end up getting my question answered. The, so number two is this, you said it's the same as birdshot. Now, how do they determine that size? Is it how many pellets can fit through a certain, is it like the gauge on like a 12 gauge, how the 12 gauge so, becomes a quilt? Take like, uh, with, with the turkey load, like number nine shot, mm-hmm. and the, the, the diameter of the, of the pellet is saying like less nine, but because it's tungsten and it's denser mm-hmm. um and plus the hardness factor of it you know it's like it's equivalent to like a lead five and a half six on penetration mm-hmm. but you know where when when you talk about penetration at a you know 40 yards you know it, it penetrates number nine will penetrate a little bit better but you know when you talk further yardages you know the lead really slows down it loses the speed where the tungsten does not, it, uh, yeah. And the tungsten slows down, but because the hardness factor mm-hmm. and how smooth it is, it will actually penetrate at a longer distance, way better than lead, you know, mm-hmm. okay. I mean, a lead turkey load is effective at 60 yards. If the pellet count is there where TSS, you take the equivalent payload. Um, it, it could actually be 80 yards. Right. You yeah. know, I'm not advocating everyone to shoot their turkeys that no, far, but, but again, it's the same analogy. I, you know, why use a 300 right. rum to shoot a 90 pound deer? But um, it's to know that when you go bang, it's there's not going to be there's a much no, less right. much less chance of uh, of you losing that animal. Right. Um, yeah. So you know, at first, I think like most people, you know. People don't want to buy into stuff. And I'm going to tell you right now, I love TSS. I, I switched over to TSS. Actually, what made me switch over to TSS is my son's 410. And I'll get into yep. that in a moment. But um, I did, however, I had a Benelli uh, Supernova, I think it was. What is that the pump, the Supernova? The Nova? That's just a Nova. Okay. It was a Nova pump, and I had a 30-inch barrel on it. And I was running, I was running the Primo's Jellyhead. Oh yeah! And I was shooting three and a half inch, and I can't, I can't remember for the life of me what this load was, but I wish I would have kept it. That thing shot a seventy-five yard group, you know, for the seventy-five yard pattern, like that. <laughs> right on. It was, it was ridiculous. The problem was, is that gun. Every time you shot it, you would have to go to the chiropractor after to get your bones readjusted. <laughs> right. 
Right. Um, it was absolutely, br- it was so brutal that I just sold the gun. I couldn't do it. I, I was like, I yep. don't care that I only shoot this one, like one shot a year. Like I can't, I can't handle this yep. gun. Um, it like was terrible. I bought a Savage 270 that I shot twice. The first shot gave me a headache. The second shot, it would turn into a migraine. Yeah. Forget about it. So, doesn't amount for what I paid for it, and that I was so thankful when I got rid of it. Yeah, it's uh, brutal, absolutely. Yeah. I took it duck hunting once, and I was shooting the black cloud when they first came out, three and a half yep. inch. Uh, it patterned great out of that gun too, you know. But I would, yeah. I had so much of a flinch, I I couldn't hit a freaking bird because it was like I was afraid of the gun. Like it right. literally rocked my. Yeah, that- rocked my head um yeah so <laughs> anyway i'm not saying like just going back to what i was the point that i was making is can you get some really good long patterns out of if you have spend the time i got lucky but you got to spend the time to find that uh you know that lead shot or or you know bismuth whatever I think well, it's with, I think it's just spend the extra couple of dollars, buy the TSS, and move on with your life. You know, you, know, you take like duck hunters. You know, I know for coyote hunting, you're usually shooting at a coyote. You know, once maybe twice. Yeah. You know, if never hit him, he's long gone after the second shot. Yeah. And by then, you pick up the rifle and start banging at him. But uh, you know, like people talk about the the expensive part of TSS for duck hunting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I tell people, well, you know, when you use steel, you know, you might shoot two times before it hits the water. And if it's crippled, you know, sometimes on, on water, mm-hmm. you might shoot two or three times trying to finish your duck off. Well, wow. Yeah. Where as TSS, I mean, you could use a 410 with a small payload that's fast and, you know, you shoot one time, you know, I do 20 gauge, a seven, eight ounce, one ounce ounce and a quarter 12 gauge i do one ounce ounce and a quarter and uh you know you typically that's a one shot one kill and you know it doesn't matter if you're shooting at ducks or geese you know with like number nines or number eights you know you got your pattern density there and it just whacks them it was for turkey hunting or excuse me for coyote mm-hmm. you know you take a load of number twos or a load of number three shot and a 12 gauge that's an ounce ounce and a quarter or even ounce and a half depending on you know what you're wanting um you know from 50 to 100 yards it doesn't it's not hard to get you know the indian creek choke matched up with your gun mm-hmm. i mean i've shot uh, a 685 indian creek with 12 gauge with number threes that was effective from 50 to 100 yards and you know when you're using something like that there yeah it's you know makes it very nice to squeeze a trick knowing that you're gonna you know crush a coyote and you don't shooting multiple times like right. with you know you might shoot three four shots maybe five shots even mm-hmm. on kai's with, right. you know to finish you know whereas the tss typically it's one shot and it's done yeah and there's something to be said about that for sure so yep. I, i'm curious is and i'm sure you probably try this or like i always i was thinking like if you went and maybe this is based on remembering how they used to uh sell or uh promote the black cloud stuff um yeah but having a mixed shot for coyote where you were running like number one number two uh pellets and then having like fives in there or sixes in there also like to fill up the spaces in between right um have you done something like that where you uh where you had like a very drastic mixed load i know you do like eights and nines and that kind of stuff for turkey on the yeah, coyote tip- side have you done that typically i just do uh, either a straight size or a duplex um you know i've done twos and four uh twos and t shot um, i've done some bigger stuff for people for specific you know specific reasons but uh you know you can make uh, just a straight load of number twos mm-hmm. number three shot do anything you want it to do for coyotes okay uh, we're hunting real fast, maybe a T shot with a number two or a number three shot. And typically what I do is depending on the pay 
Oh, you're cutting out again. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't mix up a lot of little small stuff just to fill the back, you know, the, the voids in between them. Okay. Cause it's not needed. Not with TSS. Yeah. I was just curious to see if that was, would, if you had tried to see if that was any, yeah. you know, if there was any ad advantage to doing that, you know? Um, so real quick, cause I don't know this. So I'm going to ask him this question. The the size of a T shot versus a two, the T is yep. actually bigger, right? It's a bigger pellet. Right. Yeah. And when you look at them visually, uh, the T shot looks like it's about twice the size. Okay. As two, it's not quite that much, but uh, you know you can tell it's a lot bigger. Okay. And so if you're doing, you said you, you do duplexes of T's and twos, right? Is that or did I hear you right? Yep. Well, how many pellets yep. between the two of them are in like a three inch shell? Um, gosh, you're Roughly. looking at, there could be, and I just loaded some today at the tea shop. I can't remember how many twos there could be 30 or 40 and the tea shop itself. I think there's like 18 tops okay. in that payload, but, uh, you know, gosh. So you're sending at least yeah. 50 pellets down, down. Range. Oh yeah. But like. Absolutely. Okay. So yeah, yeah, 50 pellets versus nine double odd buck, or actually I think right. three inch, it's 15, but yep. yeah. Okay. Well, that makes a big difference, obviously. Yeah. The TSS doesn't lose the, uh, penetrating ability at longer ranges like the lead will, you right. know, I mean, take buck lead and if one pellet hits a coyote at 80 yards, you know, you're going to get a follow-up shot on it. It might not kill a stone dead, but, uh, you know, whereas TSS, you know, your, your, your chances of five, six, or 10 pellets hitting it is, is really good. Nice. I think that's kind of like maybe because I'm, you know, a, a double lot of buck guy. I'm, I would, I think I would lean towards something like that with a T and two. Like that sounds, because I'm also yep. a happy medium guy. So like in archery, I build my arrows. Uh, to be, sorry, um, I build my arrows to be like medium weight, medium, you know, FOC. Um, I kind of build my stuff so that I'm the best of all worlds. I have, a, I have you enough bet. speed, but I have enough punch. I have enough, you know, so I like, I like the idea of having the best of all worlds, you know. Yep. Or, or, or at least a happy yep. medium, not necessarily the best of all worlds, because I guess, you know, when it comes to physics and engineering, you always yep. got to give up something to gain something. Um, yep. But, uh, yeah, I think um, after we get off of this call, we're going to we're gonna get me some coyote. We're going to, I'm going to dial up some coyote shots from you. I like okay. Test loads out there, like some with number three shots, some with number two do a few duplex and uh, let you let you pattern test those and see what you come up with. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll have to check that out. Maybe figure out something where I'll get like three of each, or and then just yep. uh, we'll do some we'll do some testing with it. I got it. Yep, right on. So cool. Um, yeah. So I mentioned my four ten. My or it's I mean it's mine, but I bought it for the kids. And um, yeah, so I went down this road. Um, really, was it two years ago? Two years ago, my kids got a Stevens Savage single shot 301 turkey. Uh, by the way, highly recommend that gun for new, new kids, you know, new kids getting into, uh, turkey hunting. Um, doesn't have the greatest trigger, super heavy trigger, which... From a safety standpoint, is awesome, but it also causes the kids to kind of pull it off mark a little yep. bit. Um, so I would love to. I wish they made a trigger that I can change it, or I wish I could figure out or find a gunsmith that is willing to make that a better trigger. Um, but anyway, that being said, it's a great uh, system, and I threw. I have a hollow sun. 
I want to say it's 507. It's the bigger, it's the bigger one. Reflex. It's a green dot. Yep. And it's got the double. Uh, so it's got a circle with a little dot in the center of it. So like it perfectly like covers a head of a turkey. Um, and I got that set up for them, and I started. They recommended with that choke, the choke that came in. They recommended the Federal Premium TSS, and I shot it, and I was like, "Okay, you know, this is nice. It's got a good pattern, you know." And at forty yards, it was like, "Okay, I could kill a turkey at forty yards with this." Um, let me get the kids shooting it. They shot it. They all shot it very well. They weren't afraid of it. Didn't kick a whole bunch. Um. But I was like, man, there's got to be better. There's got to be better. And I went down this road. I literally bought like six different, uh, on top of the the TSS that they recommended, six different other TSS loads, yours being one of them. This is how I end up finding you. Um, I got Foxtrot. I got two different Apex. Um, I had a Remington. Um I don't even remember the federal premium. I was six, six in total. Um, and I shot them all. And I got to say, I was really, I was impressed. I was impressed with the apex, but the Foxtrot, your ammunition was enough of a difference better. Like you, you could tell the pattern was a little tighter. There was a little bit more on paper. Uh, I was shooting the same, um, pellet size um, on the apex as as the foxtrot. I think we both number nines. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I was like, "This is it. This is where we're gonna go with." Because I was literally getting sixty yard pattern on a four ten. Like we can kill a turkey yeah. at sixty yards. Right. That, that's crazy. Right. With you a four freaking ten. <laughs> You know, but you know, if you, you know, if, if, if you think it's 40 and it's actually further, mm-hmm. you got a little bit of a head box trot and, you know, especially if that combination is right with your gun, with your choke, Yep. so many four tens crazy because they're finished and if they're, if they're going to shoot great, it, it's awesome. But you know, a lot of them on average will shoot 130 to 160 in the 10 and circle at 40 yards mm-hmm. and you know, with, with Foxtrot, you'll see a lot of them, 160, 180. Some of them will shoot phenomenal, you know, close to 200. And then, of course, I've got some that uh, they'll shoot well over 200, you know. And, and that's so that's how many pellets fall in a 10-inch circle, right, or 9-inch circle? At, at 40 yards. Okay. And we do the measure the barrel. Yeah, yeah. So 40 yards, 40 yards from the barrel to the paper. Because you mentioned that before, and I meant to to ask you. I knew what it was, but I wanted you to clarify it. So when you say you get 130s, one whatever, uh, at 60, 70 yards, that means you're getting 130 pellets in this circle. Correct. Yep. That's that's phenomenal, obviously. Um, So then I actually had a conversation with you last year, and you had mentioned getting the Indian Creek. So I switched over, and I did a I did a little thing on my YouTube. There's a comparison. I think I only did. I think I did four, four of the six, in that thing because I ran out of the other ones and I wasn't going to rebuy them. But uh, I think a four, maybe five, and I did each with the stock choke, and then each with the Indian Creek. And again, there was a marked difference between the two, and I was like, okay. Well, it's worth the hundred. For me, it is. You know, it's worth the hundred, whatever some dollars it was for that choke. I'm, I'm gonna use that. That's this is it. Okay, I'm, to save two dollars on a box of ammo is not. You know, and me honestly, even to save twenty dollars on a box of ammo, I would rather see five more pellets in that circle <laughs> for twenty dollars. Right. And I'm not a rich guy. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put a lot of time and effort into my hunting. And I know yep. how much it costs yearly to go hunting. This is not a cheap sport right. in any way, shape, or form. Right. You know, I got yep. when I go elk hunting, it's the it's the most expensive backstraps I I ever 
take home, you know, it's, right. you know, by the time I'm yep. done, I'm spending $6,000 and I'm going on a self-guided hunt. You know, it's just not me going with an outfitter. Um, and so the same thing falls for Turkey from, you know, coyotes is something obviously doesn't really, that's a, uh, low hanging fruit when it comes to, uh, to cost. But the, I, you know, I just want to know, I, I'd rather have the best of the best of everything. And that's always, I went through that when I was younger. Like I remember when I first started hunting out here in Arizona and I saw that everybody was glassing and it was like, oh, okay, you know, you're going glassing. So my first thing was like, oh shit, I got to go get, I want to go get these 30 power binoculars because I want to be able to see further. But I found these, like, this Russian military brand. I don't remember what the freaking company was. And I bought them. And I was like, I couldn't find shit with them. And then I realized, okay, it's not just how powerful or how many, you know, it's about the quality of it. But it took me, right. a, it took me a long road. I bought those. And then I went to a different, I went to, a, like, a Nikon. And then from a Nikon, I went to a Fujinon. I got, like, 50, 50, uh, 1560s Fujinon, which are good binos. They're not like cheap yep. binos. And then I end up buying the Sawarski, which is what I should have bought from the get go. You know, there's a saying yep. out there uh, buy once, cry once. It's very real. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. a very yep. real saying, you know. Yep. And I yep. learned that the hard way with everything with boots, with backpacks, with camo. You know, you just, if you spend the extra money to buy the better thing, you're either more comfortable, it works better. It, it There's always an advantage. Very, very, very. And I'm not saying that you can't get it done because I used to get it done in Walmart camo, you know, and, you know, hunting with uh, a $10 pack of uh, muzzy broadheads, whatever. I, I did all that and I was successful and I found success, but I would rather go and buy an, an iron will head that cost me 30 something dollars because i know how much better it is right and, and i could see the the benefits and the same yep. thing goes for tss like can i kill a turkey with lead yeah absolutely i can but you know i would rather have the best of the best if i can have it because absolutely same here you know that that goes without saying that you know clothing the gun the choke the optics um, the, the boots that you wear while hunting, mm -hmm. I mean, that's, a, you know, if, if you, like Indiana, you can kill one turkey here. Mm -hmm. If I didn't travel, <clears throat> I'd probably be shooting long beards with a kick choke tube, just using, you know, iron sight, you vent rib with a bead, mm -hmm. you know, that, that's, it's not that deal, but, you know, I've been hunting Kentucky for basically 20 years, turkey hunting down there and walking the mountains and everything. And, you know when you travel out of state multiple states a year and you know they pretty soon just the normal everyday stuff you you need what fits with what's comfortable mm -hmm. and what's going to last going to hold up yeah absolutely yeah comfort yeah. i mean i it's um it's like that movie any given sunday it's a game of inches like so you know wherever you can uh shave off there's a, there's a better way to put it, actually, better than a game of inches. There's so many things about hunting that you can't control. The wind, what the right. animal's going to do, what the, the weather's going to yep. be. So why not do everything in your advantage to control the things you can control? You can control well, your gear. You can control how much you practice. You can control, you know the ammo you use and, and, and the, yep. the backpack you carry, you know, all these things, because it's like, uh, if you don't have all that stuff, it's like death of a million cuts, you know, a little, little, right. little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there. It wears on you. You don't have, and it, and you know, that ends up translating to success. You don't have as much going for you. So, right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, anyway, so hopefully I made a, a, a good, uh, argument for, for buying TSS, but what, let's talk a little bit about how you, uh, how you kind of got to get in, you got into it and a little bit about your company. 
Well, you know, many years ago, of course, being a duck hunter, you know, hearing about TSS, I was intrigued by it, didn't know anything about loading. And uh, then on the turkey hunting forum, the NWTF forum, uh, there was a couple guys that sold TSS back in the day and on there. And uh, one of them helped me out, helped me get started on loading. And because, you know, I, I wanted the absolute best pattern that I can get when I'm, you know, traveling out of state. Well, I'm every year, you know, travel somewhere. And, you know, that moment of truth, like you said, you know, when the chips are down and you're going to shot, you want, I want to take the equation out that it's not going to be the shell's fault if I miss. You know, if I'm going to travel that far, spend $200 on out-of-state tag, the gas money, motel, food, stuff like that there, I'm not going to go cheap on a shell. You know, mm-hmm. I've always wanted the best patterning shotgun that I could have. And because of that, that's where I'm at today. You know, started loading my own TSS and 20 gauge and 12 gauge and hunting with it. And it just evolved, you know, slowly and, you know, got, you know, fantastic patterns out of it. And, you know, friends and family wanted to wanted to shoot it. And it come a point where I was like, you know what, I, I can, you know, I had the drive to do it. And I wanted to do it and uh, a little bit scared and apprehensive. But, uh, you know, I went for it and. It has grown into something that is shocking to myself and and to my family. You know, I got family that helps me mm-hmm. prep, helps me load, you know, helps me ship everything out. And, you know, it, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think I've talked to your sister-in-law. Was it your sister-in-law that yeah. answers the phone? Yeah. Uh, and she told me that she was related to you. I was like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, cool, man. Um, I don't know. I had a lot of things in my head going into this and I didn't write anything down. So I don't remember if I've covered everything that I wanted to go over. Is there anything that you think we should talk about before, uh, before I let you off here? Well, you know, something uh, there, if there's anybody out there that's new to turkey hunting, um, you know, you hear a lot of stuff about, you know, optics, choke tubes and guns, you know, when it comes to guns, Hey, if you want to buy a turkey hunt gun, feel a bunch of them, put them in your hands and hold on to them and whatever's comfortable, go with that. You know, do some research, whether it's a 12 gauge or 20 gauge um, on choke tubes. And then of course on the TSS ammo. And then if you need optics, um, I, I shoot bursts. That's, that's all I hunt with is, you know, bursts, optics, red dots, fast fire three, fast fire four, mm-hmm. um, choke tubes. And then the Foxtrot ammo, because I'll tell you what, uh, you know, you, as a first, if you're a new beginning turkey hunter, you hear all this stuff. There's so much out there, you know, many different ammo companies, many different choke tubes, stuff like that there. You can have the best of everything, but if you give up and hunting, you're not going to get anything done. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, just keep, keep pushing forward. Um, I still make mistakes myself every year, turkey hunting, um, which my hearing is my worst enemy. Um, but, uh, you know, starting out turkey hunting, you know, if you're new at this and, you know, you hear all the stuff that you need and you got to have, if you got to go cheap, go cheap. Don't worry about what anybody else shoots, what anybody else does. Do what works for you. And like I said, don't give up. Keep trying. Um, gosh, you know, the first three or four years, I kill a turkey every year, but, you know, I boogered more turkeys and had more turkeys run off from me. And, you know, it got depressing. But you know what? If you just, you just, what happens you might have two weeks of the worst turkey hunt ever mm-hmm. and one morning you might walk in the woods and you might hit your call two or three times and have a turkey run to you and want to die <laughs> and when that happens it's all worth it right you know all the pain and the misery of and the suffering but uh you know just never give up enjoy it have fun let it all soak in whether it's a bad memory you know you learn from it bad experience you know you just gain from that and keep on pushing yeah, absolutely. I just remembered a question that I did want to ask you. So I'm kind of a big, I guess, proponent of having, when it comes to shotguns and, and even rifles, like this is my turkey gun, this is my coyote gun, this is my yep. waterfowl gun, whatever. Um, and I don't know if that's just a, a fun way to justify to the wife that I need to have more than one, but 
Um, what's your philosophy on that? Like, so I told you I shoot a super black eagle three. Um, are you are you just finding one gun that you? Um, you're probably a connoisseur like me and like to have a bunch of them, but yeah, realistically, from a guy who's not, you know, are you like let's get one gun for turkey hunting? Or, and one gun for coyote hunting, or do we just run the same gun and I just change out choke, choke tubes? And well, if you have the means, I turkey hunting is a disease. Right. Many years ago, I would walk into a hunting store and I would look at a gun, you know, big duck hunt, deer hunter for many years. You know, I started turkey hunting, you know, I it's, it's just you know, you breathe it, you live it, you eat, it, and it's what you think about. And a true turkey hunter, when they walk into a gun store, they look at a gun. And they're like, I could turn that into a turkey killer, you know, but I have turkey guns that I duck hunt with, you know? So, right. you know, if you, if you can only afford one gun and you just want one gun, you know, you got family, you got children, you, you know, you can only afford one, you know, go for the one gun. And if you got to switch up choke tubes from a duck hunting choke tube to a turkey, you know, go for it. It's all right. So I was fine with that when I was shooting a bead. But now that I have, I just put this uh, Hollow Sun 407 on the Super Black Eagle. Yep. Uh, which, I, by the way, I just put a YouTube video out on how to do that. So if you guys don't know how to do that, I put that up there. You can go take a look at it. Um, but I'm worried now that every time I switch from turkey load and I want to shoot the you know, whatever I end up landing on here. Cause now I'm, I'm looking at TSS to, for the coyote right. stuff. Um, when I shoot, switch back and forth, am I going to have to like recite this damn thing in every time? Cause if that's yeah, the yeah. case, then I'm probably right. not going to do that. I'm probably just going to buy a different gun. If you have your whole son mounted to the receiver of your gun, mm-hmm. yeah, not gonna, it's, it doesn't turn out into a very good duck gun. But there's a fellow by the name of Greg Mayher. He owns, he founded Meadow Creek Mounts. Okay. And it's a mount that you can put on your vent rib. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've seen that. I've, yep. And, and I've got several of my guns that have that. Um, if my gun is, you know, drilled and tapped for a base, I use EGW bases on my guns. Mm-hmm. If they're not, I will get the Meadow Creek mount, stick it on the vent rib. And one thing that I found is by doing that, um, I can use the same gun. Oh, you you completely cut out that whole sentence. We lost oh, you. You sounded like a, oh. you were a robot for a second. Well, when you when you put a, a first asphalt metal creek mount on the vent rib, you can use that for waterfowl hunting. You can duck hunt, goose hunt, uh, dove hunt, wing shoot with it much easier than if you have a receiver mounted red dot it's far enough forward that it's natural in your swing it's easier to throw it up on your shoulder and do a snapshot with a vent rib mount than on your receiver and it's hard to imagine it working like that until you actually shoot it and mess around with it but uh it's a viable option for somebody that wants a red dot for turkey hunting you can still duck hunt with it gotcha gotcha so yeah, I'm. I I have a separate gun. Well, duck. I, ha- I actually don't even waterfowl hunt anymore. I haven't waterfowl hunted in I think since the year after I got married. Um yep. And mainly for that, it's not because I didn't enjoy it. It was like, okay, I'm married. I get so many get out of jail free cards. I'd rather yep. go. I'd rather go big game hunting. And yep. The, yep. the duck hunting season here, I'm not going to travel for duck hunting. The duck right. hunting season here coincides with big game hunting. So yep. that's my main. So I'm not really too worried about the waterfowl. Bird hunting, I got a, I have a, you know, a 12 gauge with a, you know, two, that Remington 1100 works great for yep. birds. And I'm just going to shoot that. So for me, it's basically coyote, turkey, you know, or predator turkey, I should say. Right on. And yep. so I guess if what I was asking was if I change the choke to 
you know, from this uh, six six five that I use for your turkey load, right? And I change it to a a little bit more open choke because I need that to to pass the bigger load through the T's and twos. Okay, let's say. Is the shot placement going to be different for my red dot? Like it very well can be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to test and find out. Um, you know, with with the red dots that I've got mounted on my vent ribs, my load that I shoot through them versus the uh, like my waterfowl TSS, mm-hmm. a lot of them are so close I don't have to mess with them. Um, so it's it's not like okay. every time. But when you're going from TSS. So like if you're going to duck hunt with steel shot, mm-hmm. I would imagine there probably is going to be big enough a difference. You might have to adjust, but then again, you might not. Yeah. Yeah. That I could totally see. All right. Yeah. I'm curious. Cause I was almost thinking too, cause I set mine up on a pick tinny rail. I put a pick, yep. uh, EGW pick rail on there. Yep. Um, just to buy another hollow sun and have one sided for coyotes and one sided for, you know, if I needed to. I was right. like that. I mean, that would still not a cheap endeavor, right? Um, you know, those hollow suns are what three, four hundred bucks probably. Um, so, but it's of course it's less expensive than buying another two thousand dollar shotgun. So, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I and I was talking with Logan yesterday. Matter of fact, I had Logan on the podcast that we did a podcast together yesterday. Right. And um, and we were talking, and he's couldn't say he was so impressed with his uh, Beretta A400 and the recoil recoil and all that stuff. And he's like, I use that for everything. And, you know, and he was telling me how he uses your ammo for for both coyotes and turkeys on it. And so I was like, man, now I was like, uh, maybe I should. It's the only, it's the only like high, I shouldn't say the only, there's a lot of high dollar ones, but out of the main like four brands out there um it's like one of the only ones i've never shot it and i don't know how it feels um i know they have that like recoil deal in the in the stock that's better than kick the Benelli's. yeah the kick off yeah anyway so i was contemplating getting one of those and setting that up for since i already kind of set this one up for turkey maybe just set that one up for coyotes and yep kind of go that way but i remember some years back and i don't know if you have any experience with this but uh, um i used to be pretty good friends with uh, shane carlson i know they've sold off the company since then but um i had him on and him and i were just shooting a shit one day and he told me that the browning a5 is the best action sorry my dog's going nuts over there i don't know if you can hear him all right um the best action for like double odd bucks and at the time you know i wasn't even considering tss for for coyotes um so kind of that always stuck in the back of my mind too is that the a5 was might be something i'd look at to to build a, a coyote gun off of but What's your what's your go to that you're shooting? You mentioned that one short gun, but what's your go to like? Yeah, that Beretta thirteen oh one. Thirteen oh one. Okay. Yeah, the thirteen oh one tactical, and uh, I bought that at the right time. I I got like nine hundred dollars, a little over nine hundred bucks in it. I got the OD green. I love hunting turkeys with it, and I like to you know Kyle hunt with it too. But uh, it, it's so easy to carry. You know, it's compact, short. Mm-hmm. Um, I've killed I've killed a bunch of turkeys with that gun, along with you know, of course, the twenty gauges and everything. But uh, I've been hunting with twenty gauge for twenty years. Got it. Son was nine years old, and we had a test a shot his for twenty and heavy shot, and that's when I started hunting with that. He's going to be thirty this spring, so it, it's been a it's been a while. But uh, I like you know a little bit of everything when it comes to turkey hunting shotguns. You know, like I said. I see one, I look at it, I'm like, hmm, that would be a nice turkey gun. And, you know, I, I prefer a compact short barrel, especially when you're doing a lot of walking, a lot of traveling, cut down on weight, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so okay. you, you turn any gun into a turkey killer just about from 4, 10 to 10 gauge. And, you know, same ones, you can use them for coyote or waterfowl hunting. Got it. So you're talking me out of buying another gun then. All right. 
I will do that. <laughs> well, Bryce, I appreciate you coming on, man. And uh, hopefully one of these days I get to, to go uh, chase some turkeys with you or shoot some coyotes with yep. you or something. Nice. That'll be fun. Yep. And I'm, I'm hoping uh, me and Logan's got plans. We're going to meet up uh, out west and do some hunting again this year. Nice. Nice. Very good. Yeah. Well, uh, have a good evening. Thanks for taking the time. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. Right. Have a great one. You too. Bye-bye. Mm,